Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, get to know, and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, February second. I'm not. I told Landon. I said we can we can do a show tonight, but I will not talk about anything that's happened this week. We are. This is positive vibes only. Me and Landon, and uh, actually our our producer tonight, Dylan, about to get on a plane for Vegas. I don't know why we should upset ourselves with with that news, but I guess we have to, Landon. Maybe this Landon, makes the it makes the weekend a little better. Talking about Florida, yeah. Well, like if you start you start low, you can only go up from there. That's a good point. Thank you for Tennessee for ending my Wednesday on the worst note possible. Um, thank you for your service. We we certainly appreciate it. We are going to talk about that night in Gainesville. It was I really dreamed of a Grant Williams moment there at the end, especially you know Tennessee takes the lead. I mean, fairly late and well into the second half. I, I really got a I got a. Uh, vision across kind of like a sports center bar going across of Zakaya just chomping and, and it, it never came to fruition. It's very upsetting. Colin Castleton looked like an all American against Tennessee. I, I don't understand. I never will understand. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad I am not in possession of a firearm at this moment, but <laughs> we are uh, also going to do Tennessee Mount Rushmore. Landon sent out a great, great question the other day. Some great responses. I think my favorite before giving away too much was, Jared Dickey hitting the just Drew Gilbert. That's it. Just put him on. I agree. <laughs> I certainly agree. Drew Gilberts. That's a lot of Drew Gilberts. I don't know if the world can handle four Drew Gilberts. <laughs> Twitter certainly cannot. No. Oh my gosh, Arkansas fans would. They honestly you kind of want to see it now. I kind of want to see that anger. <laughs> Why not? That's what they need. Instead of more porches, we just need a, a Mount Rushmore up there. Of different Drew, see that's what I was thinking too. Different Drew Gilbert bat flips. He's got to have at least four we can work from. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> probably just from uh, LSU alone. He he has four. Right, right. Um, I don't know if you missed it yesterday or yeah, yesterday either. But it was National Signing Day. I really miss. I mean, I guess you kind of get it with early National Signing Day. There was just something special about that first Wednesday in February, man. I've missed no it. No more. I really I missed it. But we'll talk about how Tennessee wrapped up. Obviously, still some transfers that, that could come in late, but we'll talk about that uh, freshman signing class that, that came on. Tennessee also hired an offense court, or sorry, tight end coach. They already hired an offense coordinator, but um, had to replace offense coordinator and tight end coach because of that. Alex, Alex Golish getting the head job at USF. We'll talk about that. If you got questions, drop them in the chat. We got a few we'll get to tonight. And then we've also got stupidities and epidemic. Before we get into the meat of the show, I do want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Underdog Collectibles. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store. The wild selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. 
Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly sports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Guys, they do some great events. Make sure you're following along to get up on all those. We also did a giveaway with them. You got a preseason All-American, and we've called our shot. You also would have gotten a future All-American in Maui Yahuna signed picture. So don't miss out on that stuff. Stop by the University Commons Shopping Center next to Publix and Domino's. Check them out. Open six days a week with live YouTube shows, three nights per week. And remember to always bet on the underdog. I want to give a round of applause and a shout out to Underdog Collectibles. The best in the business. We love them. They're the best. All right. Again, and don't miss those giveaways. We're, we're hopefully do more of those and more NIL events. So don't miss those um, as the season goes on. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I like how you let it off. That's the most – It listen, I, I really think this team's – I think this team's really good. And I know you're going to hear that and be like, Caleb, did you watch Wednesday night? And I get what you're saying. But that's the most frustrating part about that game. If the team wasn't really good, why would we care? And I don't entirely – I mean, yeah, you can point at, you know, shooting, especially from three. You can look at rebounding, and it all makes sense. I just don't really get how this team got – like, I just don't get it. I, I, you, I don't think you could replay that game 100 times. I'm not even saying Florida wins. I don't think you could play that game 100 times and it end up just that. It was ugly. It was an ugly game all around. Florida didn't play great either. It was just ugly. Yeah, that, that's why, like, somebody was like, why do – some Florida guy was just like, oh, we didn't storm the court because we have class, but he forgot that they stormed. I guess that was going to be my stupidity, but I'll go ahead and get into it. Um, they stormed last year and got fined for it. Well, it wasn't like Florida played great. So, like, what are you storming for? Yeah, I don't and I don't get it. And, you know, it hadn't been 15 years since you beat Tennessee. So, it, it, context, guys, it, it matters. Right. Um, yeah, just a just offense, man. I just can't. I just don't know, and I don't think the team knows. And I think that's that that's the issue. Is just like they don't have an. It's the same thing as last year. Kenny Chandler was the only guy that could get to the hole, and this year Zakai is the only one that can blow past somebody to to get inside the paint. That's a guard. I mean, there's I mean, no there's no reason why just side Jordan James and Santiago Vescovi is four for twenty three from the field. Ever. Yeah, you, you, you're not going to win when those guys, guys you rely on to score, do that, certainly. Um, you know, Zakaya puts up 15, but we know that wasn't his best performance in terms of output and what he can do on the offensive end of the court. I'm not just talking about scoring. He just struggled. And I think – I mean, I, I've been harping on this all year, and I think it was an issue. And you saw it late in the game, Josiah takes, you know, a pretty well-defended three pretty early in the shot clock and gets chewed out by Barnes. They're just impatient. And I don't know if it's because they they know they don't have that go-to guy that you just mentioned, but it just looks so impatient at times. And that's just a bad formula, man. That's a bad formula. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just hard to watch. I mean, there's just no – like, I, I just feel like we were so lackadaisical on offense. Like, we stayed at one side of the court or, you know, Josiah just chucked up a three, like – way early in the shot clock. And I think Rick Barnes, you know, ripped him out as soon as that happened. But, I mean, just like stuff that was just uncharacteristic from this basketball team that we've seen, who just beat the number team in the country like a drum. And then we go into Florida and just lay an egg. And I think the most frustrating part is, for Tennessee fans, is like March 
is like you have to be consistent. The most consistent team wins March Madness. Yeah. And Tennessee just isn't that. No, I, I, you can't argue with that they're not that right now. I, I don't understand why this team can't be that, though. And, and that's and – again, I'm not saying they're great or anything, but it's just very frustrating because you see those moments from them that, that come alive. And I, I really thought walking away from that game I was going to sit here and go, man, that was an ugly midweek SEC road game. But Tennessee escapes with a win. I really thought – like I said, Tennessee takes that lead well into the second half. I, I thought this was the discussion we were going to be having, and it's good to carry that into the weekend versus Auburn. And, and you don't get that from Tennessee. And – and, and the thing that pisses me off the most is I don't even want to talk about the officiating because you just got beat. And the officiating was poor, and I want to complain and whine about it, but I can't. I'm sorry. I can't do it. It was – I wish I could. I really do. Yeah, Tennessee didn't help themselves out any. No, it's, it's someone – I wish I could find the tweet. I should have screenshot it. Someone even said you, you can overcome one of the three um, in, in terms of uh, officiating, shooting, I don't know what the third one was. I mean, we didn't have a bunch of turnovers. We didn't rebound too poorly. I mentioned that early, but it wasn't, you know, you out-rebounded them, so it wasn't terrible. I'm still very disappointed. We probably got so many rebounds, and they got so many rebounds, because there weren't a lot of shots that fell. It was pitiful. It was ugly. I, I hate yelling. But well, and Tennessee leads the SEC. And Tennessee's not a great shooting team by any means. They lead the SEC in assists, and last night we just didn't have it. I mean, Zakai had been lighting it up with assists throughout SEC since that Kentucky game. And he only had three last night. He had 10 against Texas. Yeah. And maybe some of that's because, you know, people didn't knock down the shots. But, you know, this team, you know, usually does a great job of sharing the basketball and, and you know, getting, you know, switching it and cross court and, you know, just getting people open because they don't have guys that can just blow by somebody. Um, mm-hmm. And, that just didn't happen. And a lot of that credit to Florida, they didn't let Tennessee get out in transition because as soon as they weren't worried about a you know offensive rebound, as the shot was going up, they were getting back on defense. Yeah, and that, that's going to limit. I mean, Tennessee's been living in transition lately, and it, it looks good when they do so, and that team just wouldn't let it wouldn't let it be. So it was so I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this game other than just ugly. Yeah. I really don't. And it's sad and it's depressing. And I hate I, – I feel like I probably sound like it's the end of the world. But, I mean, it's not. But it is just, like, how can you have hope? You mentioned the, Tennessee is not consistent right now. The most consistent teams win in March. How can you be hopeful? And, and it's really frustrating because I feel like the play inside has been good enough. Combine that with the guard play you've been getting, and it just looks like a really deep team in March. That's what we've, we've talked about it consistently. Guards carry you in March, and it doesn't look like you're going to be able to go very far. Yeah, at some point, like, those guards got to go get a bucket. You don't – and that's – you don't have anyone that can or will. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess Zakaya – I think Julian could be that, but he's not a great – he don't take enough shots. And it's that's frustrating, too, because he started – he hit a stride there – Mississippi State, obviously, um, in that area that, that he just looked more confident. And that whatever's happened has gone away. Yeah, and, and Dylan put in here we're 90% from the free throw line. We don't get to the free throw line enough, <laughs> and part of that is because we, we can't blow by anybody to get you know close enough to draw a foul. I think well, Julian Phillips is the only one that, that, that can do that. 
I said I wasn't going to whine and moan about officiating, but I, I'm sorry. I have to say it. I, Colin Castle could have tackled someone last night, and he wasn't getting a whistle blown on him. No. The the bad part about like I mean they made Colin Caston look like an All American he's not that great and, and that Florida team's bad I mean let, yeah they're again you said let's call a spade a spade that Florida team is not good no especially guard play we talk guard play is not they, and they they bodied our guards they were physical they kept them out on three and forced them to hit shot and t- Tennessee had some good looks they just can't knock anything down and, and that that's the yeah. the problem it, it would be different if. You know, they just like deed us up, but they really didn't. We just couldn't knock down shots, and that's that's alarming for me. Yeah, certainly. And, and in a close not... game, you need guys that can knock down shots, and and, and last night for whatever reason. And, and we're going, we're getting back to this point where Kentucky, you know, we're like, all right, Colorado, you lo- you lose a close one to Arizona, and you're like Kentucky, you're like man, that stinks, and, and then they pull us all back in. That we think we're the best team in the country, and then they lay an egg against Florida. I can't trust this team. I'm sorry. I want to, but I can't. No, and they do. Hey, let me let me just get you ready for some heartbreak. This last stretch of games where they they've they're gonna have to really figure out ways to win. They can get you bought back in. You've got a tough stretch coming up. Yeah. And you've got to find a way to consistently knock down shots. You've got to find someone that is your go-to on the offensive end. That when you're in need of a point. When you were going through a long stretch of not being able to score, Florida, Auburn, God, if Vandy ever goes on not a run, do not let me near a firearm. The, that you need someone who can go get you a bucket in those stretches because Tennessee doesn't have that right now. And until they do, everyone wants to see Rick Barnes call timeouts. And, and listen, I know it's frustrating, but what is a timeout going to do in those stretches? You get frustrated with the way he calls inbounds and offensive plays. So what is a timeout going to do, anyways? But I'm, I think that's not going to help you. That's not going to score points for you. And, and so, yeah, it's frustrating, but that's not going to score you points. Who can you go to on the offensive end, all of Grant Williams, and someone get you a bucket to stop that run? Yeah, they're they're also going to have to find – like some, some big is going to have to, you know, pull apart from the rest of the pack. Because, that I mean, that was horrible last night for them. I mean, they let Colin Castleton do whatever he wanted. In the last 10 minutes, Colin Castleton outscored Tennessee's entire team 12 to 10. That's yeah. right. Oh, God. And, and it looks like, I mean, again, going to, back to the same thing as last year, like who was the team that, that took out Tennessee in the NCAA tournament? It was Michigan. What they have? A big that can score the basketball. And, and Hunter Dickinson. And Oscar Sheboy. You know, he did it against Tennessee. It, it just seems like a common thing. Tennessee's Achilles heel is their bigs. I know the guards didn't shoot well, and that didn't help anything. But there's no reason why Colin Castleton just took over a basketball game like that. I don't know yeah. why. They said on the broadcast he's made, what, two or maybe four jump shots this entire season, and we're going up, we're going up for ball fakes. Why? That one, I think he went under Kumwa. That one where he goes under, he doesn't even turn. You know, he does that that pivot and and gets under him for the. I mean, that just made us look oh pitiful. Yeah, pitiful. I I don't really know what else to say about this game. It's kind of been harped on. I know if you've been on Twitter, um, you, you've seen all the negative takes, and it's hard to disagree with all of them, but. I, 
the good news is you do basketball is a long season and I try not to freak out about road win road losses. Excuse me. The problem with this road losses, it was especially, especially ugly and, and it's hard to move past for so many reasons. Um, but you do get a chance to respond against Auburn on Saturday. Um, I mean, you get a midweek against Mandy. Thankfully it is a way that can be ugly just because naturally. Um, and then you get Missouri, Alabama, Kentucky all in a stretch. And then, I mean, Texas A&M is a great ball club, but Buzz, they got six men on the court, so that makes it difficult. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just – last night was rough. I mean, how does Olivier have the game he had and then turn around? Yeah, drop the headband, bro. We're done with the headband. We're out. Decline. I liked it. I hate it. Move on. And I have a stat right here, and it's going to make you want to throw up. Tennessee's three best players, Zakai, Santi, Josiah, 10 for 42 from the field. That's uh, 23.8%. That should that should tell you – those three shot 42 times, that should tell you how early we're shooting the shot clock. I mean, we're getting nothing valuable out of possessions. We're not even getting decent looks. Like we're just I mean, we're, yeah, we're shooting I mean, the first thing we see. Our, our offense, it, it seems like again, it was last year too. It was throw it around, you know, like across court, just keep reversing the ball, and you know, you either throw it down low, and and our our bigs aren't going to throw it back out. Um, throw it down low, or it's Zakai who blow past somebody and. Maybe he finds somebody open, or maybe he tries to go up for a layup. That that's that's our whole entire offense. And, and Tyree Key, man, can you do something, <laughs> please? That, that's another kind of problem going into last night. Is it's just like not anyone on that roster was there for a good night. I mean, I know you tweeted about a walk, and it was frustrating. But he comes in, and he earns two hard fouls to get. You kind of like that, but you also can't have him within. 60 seconds, 90 seconds, whatever it was. Um, that that can't be the case. You're just working guys to the bonus. Uh, you know, Jonas Adu doesn't look great, especially on the offensive end. But, yeah, I, you, you got nothing for anyone. You got nothing from anyone. Urosh gets a an and one, and that's all of his points for the night. Yeah. And then he, he flexes in their face, and then he does nothing the rest of the game. Yeah, see, that's the bad look about that thing. Is like, hey man, um, don't almost earn a tech and then don't score the rest of the game, brother. That ain't yeah, cool. If, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna talk, you better back it up. And yeah, it, uh, <laughs> that's it. Mean, I, hey, I would have I would have loved it if you if you went for eight after that. Yeah, give me just eight. I yeah, don't win us the game. I just you, want eight. You can't. <laughs> that can't be your only highlight. Hundred percent. I'm just worried. Like, I mean, we're here in February and having these these type of games. Hey, we're a month away from from big boy basketball. Like, win or go home. Yeah. So uh, that's what's that's what's frustrating for me. Um, I and, mean, this, and, team, this team could be anybody, and it's they a veteran also team. Lose to anybody. We're not sitting here looking at like a bunch of freshmen on this roster. Yeah. This is a veteran team. They should be used to going on the road. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I officially hate blondes, by the way. 
Wow, I can't believe we haven't talked about this. Was she the that blonde? girl? I guess she sounded like a blonde. Sorry to all the blondes out there. I love you all. I wanted to strangle that girl. I mean, good God. I mean, what is why is she even? I have so many questions. I mean, she must be a diehard <laughs> fan because I mean that again. That team is terrible, and she's just going on and on about Zakai being small. There's no way somebody hasn't teased her for something. <laughs> she's either really big or she's just she's smaller than Zakai. Yeah, that girl's like six. She sounds like she has little man syndrome. She really does. And Caleb, kind of, what a picture from Caleb there. Um, we'll try to get him back in here in a second. He looks frozen. I would. Can you screenshot that? That's pretty sick. I like that picture. Let me use that. Um, yeah, man, just a uh, just rough night. Rough night. Uh, and again, kind of what Caleb was saying, it doesn't help that you have Auburn coming up. He's back. Is this the right pose? You're good. All right. I thought it was gonna be like a 40 year old woman just on the on the court with her husband and and 18 year old son just chewing out Zakai. I was so confused. Yeah, I thought it would be a yeah much older lady. She had a she had that like I've smoked for at least 15 years sound yeah, to her. She had a just a little bit of something. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like girl. It was like. Oh, it was a woman. I thought it was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. There was a... Yeah, she sounded like uh, the girl off Dodgeball that took the beaver tranquilizers. Bernice. <laughs> Damn it, Bernice. <laughs> also, like, at some point, does somebody just like, hey, lady, we are right here. And everybody can hear your idiotic ass. Yeah, at what point does a producer just walk up to her and, hey, your parents have their head in their in their legs at home, embarrassed right now. Yeah. You've been on TV. They can hear you. Let's drop it. Drop the level down at least a little bit or move, please. Yeah. You're, you're given – I mean, people already think Gainesville is a trashy place. and you know, what, Was it the lady right behind the, the announcers or was it – was there a mic under the basket or something? That's what I, I never know. quite figured out. I mean, she was right there next to whatever it was picking up. Because you could hear her over everything. Yeah. And I, I didn't like it. It wasn't fun to watch. Yeah, somebody needs to take her bar box out. <laughs> 100 100%. 100%. All right. Well, good time to move on. That's it for Gainesville. That's all I've got, at least. I don't know if you want to. I mean... <laughs> I would love to move on. All right, perfect. Let's talk about happy news here. Tennessee, Tennessee, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Tennessee, Mount Rushmore. I thought this was interesting because I think Tennessee athletics, you could go with coaches and players. Like Ooh, I, I, think, I didn't even think about coaches. That's a yeah. – I think it, it is Tennessee athletics for whoever, however you want to do it. Um, oh, anybody? Kenny Chesney on there? Kenny Chesney is definitely – yeah, Dan Wolken, Mike Hamilton. <laughs> Mike Hamilton. 
Danny Wolken with Danny is that his name? Dan Wolken, Danny Wolken, Dan Wolken. He uh he would have something to say about how wrong it was for the environment if Tennessee tried to like put him on a mountain. Oh yeah. He he would yeah, he would have some insane negative take. So well I kind of went I went like I did one for each sport. So, all right, if I'm going to include coaches, okay, uh, I didn't do one for each sport. I'm going to have to include some people more than coaches. Uh, uh, a little back and forth here that we're thinking? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I don't think you can put anything, any statue on campus without putting um, General Neyland on there. That, that's my first head. Okay, I like that. Um, I think basketball, I got to go Chris Lofton. I like that. Please. Layup. I mean, I know that's kind of a, a recency bias, but this is my Mount Rushmore, okay? <laughs> yeah, we're putting this in Landon's yard. This is going yeah. to, we're actually, this is going to be a slide into your pool. It's going to be Mount Rush. It's going to be Chris Lofton's head. Yeah, above ground pool. American <laughs> exactly. AF. <laughs> this guy's from the suburbs. Yeah. Um, my second one, I'm going to go still non player. I think a lot of Tennessee fans would agree with this. Maybe not be on their personal ones. It's John Ward, like a guy that. synonymous with basketball and football. It's it's John Ward. Mine's another recency bias. How do <laughs> like you it. how do you do baseball and not do Tony Vitello? I dude, is it too early? That's my only hesitation. He's only been here for what are we going on five years? This, I, I can't this do math in my head. Six, six, six right? Six. This would be a yeah. six. Well, 2020, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you how do you not? Well, the women won't complain, that's for sure. Especially yeah. if it's true to life. Yeah, you want to make it look appealing. Yeah, for sure. Yes, excellent. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't I can't disagree with that. It's just you know, recent like you said, very recent. he's very at least Chris Lofton, you know, he's hanging in the Raptors now. Right. Tony will too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe not in the rafters, but he'll he'll be he'll be recognized. In some so I, I I'm looking at this man. I've only got one player on here. I've only got one player. Okay. So I'll go my last non-player, and it goes back into I don't know how you tell the story of Tennessee athletics, specifically Lady Ball athletics, without Coach Pat Summit. That was a good one. Yeah. I I just I don't know how you do it. I feel like Mount Rushmore should tell the story. And from like you said, it's my personal one, and it's it's Pat Summit. I like that. I, I actually have Pat Summit too, but for the the sake of us going back and forth, I'll go somebody else. Um, That's right, you will. I'm gonna go Peyton. Oh, all right, you got me. You got me. You got me there. I got that was your a last good. One. That was a good. That was a good three-two pick right there. That was a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> Solid pick. Like you said, how how can you? You can't talk about Tennessee, especially when you're making it recognizable to the entire country, uh, and then to I mean, Vol Nation as well, obviously. But you you want them to you want someone to come into Knoxville and, and look up at the bluffs. Um, what were the other names for it? Can't remember. Uh, the summit. The summit. You gotta have Peyton Manning. It's the summit. It's not the bluffs. <laughs> I can't disagree. I don't know why I call it the bluffs, but I think that's what I'm like hip like that. Like, Non Knoxvillians call it the bluffs. I think it's yeah. technically the bluffs. I think yeah. it's Cherokee bluffs. But. Yeah. 
fart noise. Great one. Uh, my substitute for that. Oh, I'm battling between between a few here. It's Bush John. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Dylan's face is frozen on a, a laughing face, and I just want to know what we said. They got it stuck. That's I would like to to be updated to that. Um, not, not frozen on your screen. No. Uh, all right. I, I, I think I've got to do this one. It, it's Reggie White. Okay. That's hard to beat. Re- Reggie was a uh, Reggie was probably my number two behind Peyton. Uh, there. It's just one of those names that I think carries a ton of weight across the country. I, I don't know how many people. Oh, so let me ask you this. Do you think, how many people do you think know Alvin Kamara right off the top of their head went to Tennessee? Non-Tennessee fans. Maybe not, let's say non-SEC fans. Like well, they know Alabama's in the league. going to claim him, so. Right, Alabama built, baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, probably not a lot. I'm trying to think of another good name in the league. They probably know Jason Witten. They may or may not. He was at the Cowboys so long, he's probably more synonymous with Cowboys. Eric Berry? Eric Berry was on. Eric Berry was up there for me. If you told me all player one, I probably Eric Berry is probably on mine. Okay. Yeah, but I, I think I think a lot of people remember Reggie White in college, and so I think his name's synonymous with Tennessee. Yeah. I, I was I was also gonna go Johnny Majors. Yeah, that one was a, that's a great one. Um. Yeah, if it if it wasn't for General Nealon, of course, I would probably go. And Philip Former kind of painted his. <laughs> yeah, his we would if we if he anything. if he got built his before twenty twenty, you, you probably got to dynamite that thing off. I think. Yeah, especially since he took the buyout. I think hey, that you that imagine in, how long that takes to get a, a dynamite <laughs> off something. I mean, it took us what almost a year to get a crane. I mean, it would take us freaking a decade to, to get that thing blown off. Dav- Davenport would still be trying to figure it out, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm i sorry. Like, I, if Phil Fulmer just quits with Jeremy Pruitt, I probably don't have the disdain I have for him. The taking the buyout is so just egregiously stupid. Yeah. What yeah, do you need that? Like, get out of here, dude. Or him saying, you know, we had good recruiting. Yeah, that, that's amazing. That is an all-time line. I can't believe, I can't believe Tennessee doesn't get trashed more for that. I would use that against us. And, and listen, I, I, I'm not a, I, I'm not a proud man. I would have taken the money too, but you're Phil Fulmer. Yeah. I hold you in higher standards than I do myself. Um, yeah, I mean, he won a, nat- a, a natty. He was an All-American here. Like it was. Everything was set up. I mean, I, I guess it's the Tennessee. Like, he is Tennessee to a T. It's got to come down sometime. <laughs> I love that uh, that Philip Former would, you know, could have been on there. That's my favorite part. But Johnny probably wouldn't allow it, so that's the that's the kicker. Yeah. All right. Anything else from Mount Rushmore? Do you, uh, I saw like some Candace Parkers on there. Yeah. Um, one of those. Um, someone I saw, I saw Monica Abbott. I saw Doug Atkins on there. That's a, that's a great one. Al Wilson. I saw him a couple times. 
Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, someone's already someone's already got Danny White up there, man. All right. Smoky. I'm all for a smoky statue. We have like three. I'm not crazy about those around campus. Yeah. You know what they remind me of? Do you remember that game? I think, I mean, I, it might have been a more online game, but it was on Facebook for a while where you like create a university and build yeah. up like athletic programs. It reminds me of that. That was fun. What was it like? It was U-Town remember. or University like Town? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I've got Todd Helton on here. Yep. Codridge Holloway is another one I saw. Good one. Good one. Drew, saw Drew Gilbert without the without the reference to all four being Drew Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't really think. Yeah. Oh, Bernard Bernard King. Mm. Alan Houston. I feel like I, I, I saw Alan Houston on there too. I uh, I freaked Ross Kivett out. Have I, have I told you the story? I think I have. Ross Kivett out one night. Um, I was watching the new episode of. Um. Ted Lasso came out, season two, new episode. And the first one is Goodbye Earl because the, the mascot for oh, AFC yeah, Richmond I dies. Those. He texted us. <laughs> I tweeted Rip Earl <laughs> and talked about that. Like It was like 1 a.m. when I just watched the episode. And he was like, dude, what happened? I did not he died. Yeah, he was like, Earl died. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, gosh. No, no. Oh, God. That's incredible. Yeah. So, uh, so do you like the gold chain? Um, for those of y'all, I don't oh, you are wearing chain, it, but I am wearing it today. We're going to Vegas, so you know, I had to wear, <laughs> I had to get a gold chain. What do you think about it? Leave it in the comments what you think. I think it looks cool. My wife said she doesn't like it, but she said I look dude, like a douche. Which, dude, don't listen to her. I'm just gonna, yeah, but it. don't you always kind of look like a douche? And it's my dad, so like, <laughs> if somebody's like, where'd you get that? I should be like, what's my dad's? Are you gonna like act like he died or something? You're wearing it, and like, no, I shouldn't do memoriam. that. Maybe I shouldn't say it's my dad's, <laughs> or it it is my dad's. That kind of sounds like he bought it for me, which sounds bad too. That sounds. I like, like it. Boy. I think I didn't even notice it. I was gonna ask you why you weren't wearing it, man. I forgot, but I didn't even notice yeah. it. So yeah, no, it looks good. I think you should keep it. I think it should be a full time thing. I'm a little disappointed I don't have a cross on it, but. You know, get with his you. his had a charm. It was a baseball. There you go. But uh, I, I I wasn't gonna do that. Love that. You should. I want to see Dylan's gold chain. I have to get that later in the show. He's got kind of a thick one. He's got. Well, I'm, it's thicker than mine. Dude, I wanted I wanted one. Didn't have time to get one. Totally forgot. But uh, I'm gonna have to go chainless. I'm not gonna snatch. That's the good news. I'm gonna snatch this. I'm gonna snatch that. You can, dude. It'll like rip my neck off before you snatch. <laughs> I'm snatching that chain. <laughs> snatching it. You know, keep to lead my ass. Yes, I am. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's get into uh, top ten recruiting class. What does Josh Heupel have to do to get on your Mount Rushmore? I don't know. I was thinking about this today. Like, um, dude, like when an Addy. Well, like if Tennessee continues on on this run like you hope they are mm -hmm. with the offense at the running i mean does hinton hooker not like do a little something for you that's just like man he he propelled this this football team and josh heibel deserves all the credit in the world for that as well but without hinton hooker tennessee isn't where it's at 
So uh, someone sent me this. This wasn't a question, but I was going to read this in our listener questions um, segment. Someone sent this to me. I think someone compiled this on Reddit or Twitter. I can't remember. But uh, using Hinton's final stats, all QBs from 2017 to 2020, 20, we know who most of them are. 15 on TVs, 37 interceptions. Hendon Hooker, 58 TDs, five interceptions in just two, 23 games. Was, the other one was 47 games. That's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Insane. I, and, and, I mean, the touchdown is obviously quite impressive. You know it's going to happen in Heupel's offense. The biggest thing, five interceptions. Yeah, didn't put it in harm's way. Like you said, that's a guy you just wish you'd had for four years, man. I don't know if you would have played all four, but you would have loved to have him on your, have him on your team. Yeah, and if he gets to finish out that that Vandy and Clemson game, I mean, I mean, he's gonna have what six? You can add six more touchdowns, probably zero interceptions the rest of the way. I mean, that's unreal. Time for Bazooka Joe. I, I hope he gets. Carry I hope he gets drafted and goes to a you know a, a place where he can be utilized. I don't know if he's ever a starter in the NFL, but I mean. You, you got to fall in love with a kid. Just like, just have him around your your program. Just gonna is just gonna make it better. Yeah, and I think I don't know enough. I, I, people have highlighted obviously, but I don't know if enough has been said about the relationship Joe and Hidden had to, and how they were they were competitors, obviously fighting for QB one, but also how they were not just like cutthroat competitors pushed each other as well as friends and um tavian jackson i don't know if you heard his presser at indiana his first one and he kind of talked about that relationship and how they helped him along and and how special that qb i mean obviously you know hinda being good and joe being being good behind him too but i mean you, you gotta wonder how great hinden is if he, if he doesn't have that kind of presence and, and vice versa too you've seen the growth with, with joe milton I'm not saying he doesn't get better after Pitt last year, but you got to ask the question. So that QB room has been really special the last two years. Yeah. No, I agree. Sorry, I didn't mean to sway away from uh, top 10 recruiting class here. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, I think it needs to be talked about. And, you know, him getting to be at the the senior bowl is is cool. And um, just seeing guys compete in that is, was awesome. Or I guess it's tonight. Yeah, it's tonight. It's actually going on like right now. I don't. Oh, he's not playing. Too? He's not playing in it. I don't think. In the Vegas, in, is that the NFL Players Association? Oh, maybe the Shrine Bowl tonight. Maybe the Shrine Bowl is tonight. Yeah. The one in Vegas, I'm pretty sure is tonight because I was. I told Land and I said, I wonder if we'll bump into old JB out there or not. Um, yeah, Jeremy Banks, Jerome. Landon Martin. already said he's. Landon already said he's buying drinks for uh, Tennessee players in that game. So, <laughs> bond us. Yeah, I got you. If you find me, I'll I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> But yeah, to, to rein in a top ten recruiting class, and, and uh, I think you look at it, and you're like, with success this year, you wish it could be better. And I think it's just the nature of the beast and what recruiting is now. Uh, Twenty twenty four is kind of what you're eyeing down. But to, to finish there, and um, uh, was, was that fourth in the SEC? Is that right? Um, yeah. yeah. Fourth in the yeah. SEC on LSU, Georgia, and Bama. I, I mean, you got to be really pleased. First off, Bama's Bama. It's going to take a lot to surpass them. Georgia and LSU are two of the biggest hot, biggest recruiting hotbeds, and so it's oh, going to be yeah. tough to, to to 
to uproot them often. So to, so to be kind of in the mix, I wouldn't say with Georgia and Bama yet, but um, kind of be in the mix there with LSU too. Like that's something. Yeah, like you're closing in, um, and that's that's what you're trying to do. Is stat classes like this? You got your quarterback who just happens to be the number one player in the country, and um, and you got a, a lot of you know nice defensive pieces. You got some some playmakers on on offense, but I, I kind of really like that what they did um, with the the interior line, the line. Mm-hmm. The, the defensive line. I mean, b- both sides of the ball, I think you did a really good job. Um, now, again, like you got you got to build on that. And, and, you know, most of these guys were committed before Tennessee even played a snap this past season. So I, I think you're really going to reap the benefits of this season and this next class, and hopefully you're able to carry that over um, and keep landing these top ten recruiting class. Because, that I mean, that's, that's what Georgia did, right? I mean, I know they're in the top five year in and year out every year. But that's how they got to where they were, were stacking classes and not missing. Um, mm-hmm. There's a reason why TCU had no chance against Georgia. I mean – Well, to be fair, there's a lot of reasons. But yeah. Well, yeah. But, but I, mean, I mean, talent was the main thing. And right. and they just they just didn't have it. Um, and to, to say you're going to have, you know, a, the same amount of talent as Georgia is, is probably – pretty steep, but you beat Alabama without having those. And I know Bama probably, like, they weren't what they normally are, I guess, to a certain extent, but they're still a really good football team, and, you know, Tennessee single-handedly keep, keep them out, kept them out of the, the college football playoff. Yeah. Yeah. So. I guess it, we can take pride in that. South yeah, Carolina's yeah. enjoyed that, so why not us? Right. I mean <laughs> – I'm just kidding. That doesn't make me happy at all. Well, uh, and another kind of stupidity I have was, you know, going back to South Carolina, ESPN, they have our players so low that we, like, within ESPN's rankings, we have a lower recruiting class in South Carolina. That makes sense. That's how stupid ESPN is. (laughs) So do we have a lower one than everybody in front of them, too? So do we finish, what would that be, sixth in the SEC? Seventh? Yeah, I I think it's (laughs) – I think Florida and South Carolina would pass us, yeah. That's hilarious. What about A&M? No? Yeah, they, I guess they Yeah, they were ahead of us, too. Yeah, we're seventh. That's hilarious. Oh, and they had Nico, like, 32, and he's he's one or two in every, everything else. But whatever. Whatever. Hey, um, like we, we said, we mentioned it after early Saturday. It doesn't matter now. Rankings don't matter. Obviously, you like the top yeah. 10 recruiting class, but. Now, now you're trying to, you know, see who can who can make an impact. Who, who's your Joshua mm-hmm. Josephs? Who's your Squirrel White, um, Tyree West, um, or guys on special teams like Elijah Herring, Caleb Perry, Jordan Thomas? You know, who are some of those guys that can come in and make an impact? Because, I mean, now you have to, like, get them on campus. You also got to keep them, too. Um, right. And they got to – you know, I know you sell them on a vision, but you got to continue to sell that vision while they're here now. I mean, the transfer mm-hmm. portal is, you know, if guys don't like it, they'll just dip. And that's what happened this past year. You know, Jordan Phillips, uh, Justin Williams Thomas. I think there was somebody else, but I, I can't think of who it is. Um, impact, impact or future impact. I don't know. I think that was it. 
Well, guys that just like, I mean, they, they didn't get enough playing time, they thought, and just right. or maybe they saw the writing on the wall and left. Um, I mean, Jordan Phillips played a little bit, but, I mean, I don't know what he was wanting. I mean, guys, like, if they don't play their freshman year, they think they don't have a chance. They're not They're not sticking around. They're not sticking it out. Right. I mean, most of them aren't even sticking out to spring practice. Hey, can you just wait to see if you might, you know, get some playing time before you just up and leave? Yeah, it's it, – it, I mean, turnover's crazy, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Not Hendon's turnovers, to be clear. <laughs> True. Facts. All right, that's kind of all I got for the talk. I mean, yeah. it was the first one since 2015, which I think that was Tennessee's – who was in that class? God, who was in that class? That wasn't the uh, – the, the class before that was the legacy class. All right, I'm going to have to look it up. I hate you did that now. <laughs> God, yeah, kill me. It wasn't the Josh Malone class. That was the legacy class. Jeez, who did come in in 2015? Oh, that was Khalil McKenzie and Shaw Total. That was that class. Ah, yeah. Good call, Dylan. Good call. Yeah, Kyle Phillips, um, Shaw Total, Preston Williams, Alvin Kamara, Drew Richmond. That was that class. Jawan. Yeah, Jawan was in that class. Love you, Jawan, but Brody Football had better stats in high school. Uh, Sherry Jones, Darrell Taylor, Sean Kelly, Quay Pico, baby. He's back. <laughs> Justin Martin, never forget. James Quentin Hall. Normandy was in that class. Jock Bruce. John Kelly was in that class. I thought he was legacy class. Okay. Tommy Townsend, never forget. All right, well. Tommy Townsend's still in the league, isn't he? I'm sure he is, yeah. He went to Florida after, right? Or is his brother play – did just his brother play at Florida? I think he played at Florida too, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Did you mention Jack Jones in that class? Oh, I didn't say him, no. Is he in that class? Swan Landon, yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of talent come out of Nashville in that class, or – Central, I guess, uh, Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Because I guess uh, Juwan was technically from Mur – oh, Jack Jones was technically from Mur Murfreesboro, too. And then you had uh, – Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips, and then uh, – oh, you said Malone was from the previous class. Never mind. Vincent Perry, which he yeah. didn't finish his career. I don't know where he ended up. I think he went Juco. But – Let's just start naming off classes. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I saw where Tenet, uh, Big Game Boomer posted each school's best recruit, and Bross Brown is still Tennessee's number one. He can't be anymore, right? He He's is. Nico. No, I think Bross Brown was higher, higher rated. That's false. I'm pretty sure he is. Hmm. Well, like, probably because ESPN. <laughs> Weighing it down? Yeah. Good lord! All right, let's uh, let's get into 
Is that kind of it? Is that all we had? Oh, no, we had a, a coaching hour. Alec Abel. Yeah. Um, offensive analyst was at, uh, played for Josh Heupel at Mizzou, and then uh, went to UCF, followed Jeff Levy to Ole Miss, and then when Josh Heupel got the job in Tennessee, um, came over and, and joined Tennessee staff in 2021, and uh, gets the, the go-ahead. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think, like, I'm not throwing shade at tight ends, but it, it might be your, like, least important position to have as a coach. Like, it's, it's usually, like, somebody else's title, like your offense coordinator, like Alex Kolish had it. Or it's your, your star recru- recruiter, um, you know, or bag man if you're Brian Niedermeyer. Um, so, I mean, it, it's just – I don't think it's a huge deal that he hasn't had, like, on-field coaching experience. I think he's going to pick it up fine. I kind of like the inner circle thing. Um, that Josh Heupel seems to have going on. My question would be, why did it take so long? Why, why did why did he, you know, if, if Alec Ablin was going to be your guy from the get-go, why did it take you that long? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I don't know what happened here. Yeah, it's definitely interesting, like you said, coming from an in, uh, internal hire, but – I guess you knew who your guy was the whole time. I don't know. Maybe you missed on some people, but it, I didn't hear any rumors. So I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because I, I don't think he's been out there recruiting. So, like, if he was going to be your guy the whole time, why wasn't he recruiting? Or, or, you know, why didn't you just go ahead and, and make it official and, and get him out there recruiting if that's what you're waiting on? I don't know. It, it just felt – that would be my question. I mean, here, I'm going to trust Josh Heupel. He's hired two guys from a uh, Sounds like you're doubting him. Well, well, Kelsey Pope was, you know, it looks like an all-star yeah. hire. And that was a right. guy no one really knew, um, kind of getting his first shot at, at being a on-field coach, at, you know, at a big-time program like this. And he goes out and, you know, you have a Blitnikoff winner. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he's done a great job recruiting. You know, he was big in, in Nathan Laycock. And, you know, He's, he was big with, you know, Carnell Tate, even though Tennessee didn't end up landing Carnell Tate. I mean, he was big in, in those recruitments. Um, and then Joey Hosley seems like he, he's going to be the the same. I know he was an on-field coach already as a quarterback coach, but um, it seemed like a, an easy transition to make him the offensive coordinator once Alex Kolish left. Right. The, the one thing – the one question I have for Alec Ablin is, is like, you know, what's he like recruiting? Because I think, you know, him yeah. being in this off, he, he knows the offense. He's been with it long enough. Um, he's an offensive lineman, so he knows the the blocking schemes, I'm sure, for everything. So I, I don't really worry about on-field coaching. I, I just, you know, my question would be, it, it, can he recruit at this level? Yeah, and I think you kind of alluded to that with being a tight end coach. That's what you're really looking for is can you recruit. Yeah. And he's got, he's got kind of his – you know, work cut out for him this next season. You do, you know, welcome back Jacob Warren, who uh, didn't have to come back but decided to. Um, then other than that, you, I mean, your two other guys are McCollin Castles and, and Ethan Davis is coming off a, an ACL tear. So, um, you know, one of those guys has to play behind Jacob Warren. Right, right. And, you know, they like playing two, two tight ends. Um, so one of those guys has to has to step up and be that guy, and and so you know I think he does coming in 
come in and, and have his work cut out for him a little bit. Yeah. No, certainly. Getting Jacob Warren back is big, though. Agreed. Yep. But, you know, they don't switch. They don't go for wide receivers. So there's a tight end pretty much every single play. Um, so you definitely want to have some guys that, that are ready to go. And, you know, losing Princeton fans is going to be a, a tall task. Yeah, especially like how versatile he was this year. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Ethan Davis, like, you know, I, I don't know how like far along he is in his, you know, recovery from, from the ACL, but he's probably your most talented guy in that room. I haven't really seen McCollin Castle, so I guess I can't speak. But, you know, <laughs> when you talk about ratings and, and, and just being highly touted, Ethan Davis is, is is that guy. But how far along is he is, would be a question going into spring practice. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Spring practice sneaking up on us. I feel like it's yeah. almost here. Almost. We'll see. Oh, so did I tell you the story of what my wife tried to do? I'm glad you're going to tell this, though, because speaking of significant others, I have big news. But you tell your story. Not that kind of big news. Uh, oh. is, I've got to tell it now. So oh, yeah. I, I think I've actually showed it on here. The video of Emily at the drive-in zoo, the drive-through zoo, the yeah. zebra. She got a DM on TikTok and Instagram today, and um, it was the producers for Ridiculousness, like the official Ridiculousness account, DM'd her. So that video is going to be on Ridiculousness. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, it's freaking fantastic. Uh, I'll play it one more one time. <laughs> That is the worst I love, I've ever heard. Dude, I love that video so much. I did want to leave off with big news because I love ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. I love Rob Deerject. Like that. I told her I was like, your only stipulation should be that you get to sit in when they watch the videos. <laughs> and um oh, you I get can't to be wait to see Chanel West Coast laugh at that. I, I said you need to be Emily East Coast. Like that. <laughs> you need to roll <laughs> up in there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Dylan brought up a good point. That is her. Everyone thinks it's a zebra. I still think the zebra's a mounting, like is leading like helping that noise but yeah she's the one screaming that that's her making that noise <laughs> which is amazing yeah it's a it's a kind of a scary does she yell she doesn't scream like that though i don't know if i've ever heard her scream at all <laughs> that's what that's the best part <laughs> <laughs> nice um yeah so so my wife Great intentions, terrible <laughs> execution. I like how this is leading off. <laughs> so she she had the broad idea. Like, we had the plan, like, we're going to clean out the garage when it got nicer outside. Oh, what are we doing? Well, uh, she um, – I come home from work, and her car's not there. But the garage door is wide open. I'm like, what the heck? So, like, she peeks her head out, and I'm like, oh, no. What has she done? <laughs> I was like, first of all, I was like, I thought she's been in a car wreck or, or cars, you know, somewhere. And uh, she comes out and is like, so I put all the tailgate stuff in our back building, which is in our backyard. I was like, okay, thanks. 
<laughs> but I drove it back there and the car got stuck. <laughs> I was like, well, where's the car? She's like, it's in the backyard still. <laughs> oh my God. So like I opened the gate. Oh <laughs> man, dude, it's in a mud pit. How sunk are the tires? It was it was pretty deep. Yeah, it was it wasn't great. Um, so she's like, "Well, hey, it's it's fine. Like your dad's on his way. He thinks that you know we can get it out pretty easily." And I'm like, "I was like, you know, it's rained for like a month, right?" <laughs> yeah, didn't this girl grow up in Cock County? She should know better. Oh yeah, she she she, she thinks cardboard boxes work. No, she had some cardboard boxes didn't work. A tarp didn't work. Also, she yeah, you're gonna, in, you're gonna have to go like plywood there, bud. Like, some <laughs> yoga mats, two by fours, and these yoga mats are just just sunk in the mud. The, yeah, those are the trash. tarp is wrapped around a tire where she kept spinning. <laughs> um, Did she do all this before you got there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get back there, and there's just a tarp wrapped up oh, like in the in the front tire. I mean, it looked it looked like a scene in The Walking Dead. <laughs> And so my dad gets there, like we get some, he has some, some pieces of wood. So we try to stick those under it. Didn't work. We uh, got some gravel from the driveway, put it down, still didn't, still slid. I mean, we're pushing it. I mean, we have mud all over our hands and, you know, it was splattering all over the house. So uh, we called our, our friend Jeff or, or my dad's friend, but you know, he's, I guess he's our friend too by association. Um, he gets there and, and he has an Xterra and he's got a um, a hook and and a, and a rope, dude. He he gets under her car, hooks it, just just drives just like a second and it's out. I mean, yeah, we we worked I, on that for an hour. I figured that's um, what your dad was gonna do. I guess he didn't have a, a tow tow strap. Well, he did. He had a tow strap. He didn't think anything was underneath her car, oh. and if it was he thought the rope would rip her front end off because uh, it was yeah. down like this. That makes sense. So like there's a little drop off. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And we got it far enough. We got it like right next to the gravel, but it wouldn't go anything. It, we just kept digging the mud. Um, <laughs> so when he got there and he was like, he's like, yeah, don't, don't wait till it dries up before you drive back there. I was like, Jeff, I was like, I was like, Hey, come out here. Tell him, tell Jeff what you made on your ACT. She was like, why? I was like, just tell him. She's like, at 34. I was like, and this idiot, it's been raining for two months, a torrential downpour, and she just drove her car right there. Ground was frozen, baby. What do you mean? God bless. <laughs> I was so mad. That, I, was so I, mad. I, when you put it in perspective like that, um, yeah, it does, it does make that story just amazing. Well, and like me and my dad are the same way when we're upset. Like we don't speak. Like when if somebody were to film us, like after a Tennessee loss on the way back to the car, like not a word is said the entire time. <laughs> and so Raven's like, I mean, it was just so awkward because like I just kept saying sorry, and neither one of them responded to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just should have left the car back there. Yeah, we'll we'll scrap that. That's what we should have done. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. I love that. I would, I hate driving in wet grass in my forerunner that could easily get out. I don't, I just don't want to get stuck. Like, I don't even want to, like, no, she drove a Kia Forte back there. 
when like I mean it's like it's like a hundred yards or a hundred feet. It's not very far. But she, yeah, to be she fair, just to take it all in one trip, and I get it. But it's like, and it and it is a lot of stuff. Like if she had done, also shout out to Raven for doing that, by the way. But <laughs> if she had, sorry to just trash you in this segment. Um, yeah, if she had done it by herself. Would have taken. Away, it's cool. It would have taken several trips. So yeah, I get the thinking behind it. You guys just need like a gator, man. That's that, that's what you need. Yeah, we need some. Uh, yeah, four wheel or something. <laughs> For that house, but, uh, but it would literally be like we would drive it like a hundred yard, like a hundred feet. That's all we would need it for. Yeah, yeah. Or she could have just waited till I got home. Like we could have done it like in no time. But good intentions, bad execution. <laughs> I've uh, never, never heard that before watching Tennessee football. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, let's start our stupidity. You can you can hop in here, Dylan. We've got uh, that was a good start to stupidity. Um, my first one, and and you may know more about the situation than I do, Landon. But a a former UNC player, he's an assistant coach at Pitt, Jason Capel. I think how you say his name. Uh, so he went back, and I guess they booed him and jeered him, and and you know gave him hell last night. Is that last night or Tuesday night? I don't remember. Um, but anyways, Pitt Pitt plays UNC, and they're just giving him hell. He goes back in and on his way to the locker room, he's throwing like a temper tantrum. Like, not quite LeBron-esque, but, you know, LeBron level. Um, he at one point said, and I quote, I held this shit together when Matt uh, Matt Doherty, Doherty tore it apart. Someone immediately responded to that and was like, when he was the captain, they went 8-20. and 20. <laughs> I was like, dang, dude. But I'm also like, if you're a former player and you're coaching against your school, you should probably expect the booze. That's just gamesmanship. Right. Why are you mad? Which apparently his brother said, who's the head coach at Pitt, said he's he's received some ill treatment before. So I don't know, maybe. But if all you did was get booed, what are you doing, man? Well, didn't they – they won too. Pitt won. Pitt won. Um, UNC tweeted a picture of someone wearing – I believe his number was 25. And was doing, the, doing the tongue out, which I guess is a picture of him doing it. And he felt disrespected by that. I, what are we? What are we? Yeah, we're just. What I mean, are we, that's just, what are we just doing? poking fun. Yeah, this is like. <laughs> stop being soft. Soft. That is soft. That is. Speaking of soft, do you know the bowling uh, video? The who do you think you are? I am. Yeah. You do you know that he was getting hurt by like a twelve year old, and that's what who he was talking to. Pete He's Weber. talking like a twelve year old in the crowd. Yeah, Pete Weber. Not until that. He's talking like a twelve year old. Yeah, so that's I saw it today. I I am I'm not heard on podcast before, but I'd heard that before. And um, someone tweeted like he would never make it a a day in the NBA. I was like, I just saw a video of LeBron almost climbing to the stands the other night because a fan was chirping him. What are we talking about? There was a we, we saw malice in the palace. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> like, like, we've seen NBA players go into the stands. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's NBA in the '80s. That that was you know the only time that the NBA was had any contact. I guess I don't know. I don't know why people say that all the time. Dude, that video of LeBron. I don't think we talked about it on this podcast, did we? I think we alluded to it. I mean, somebody, I forget who God. it was, but somebody was like, "If my French bulldog got hit by a car right now, I still would." <laughs> <laughs> that was just. I get being pissed, but good night. Yeah. 
I, I love that they had to like help him up like, off the floor. Oh yeah, like y'all know I've been a big LeBron like stand, but like dude, I can't stand him anymore. And maybe it's just like me just catching on. Maybe I'm just got dog, you know, the blinders on. But dude, I think to side with him for just a second. We have been heavily saturated with LeBron content because he's been in the league for 20 years. Oh yeah, 100%. so it's, to be fair to that point, but I mean, yeah, it's just it's got. And, and maybe like I mean, we saw the same thing with Tom Brady. Like maybe at some point it just gets. I think, to you. I think Tom Brady got more likable though. I think this, especially well, this, when he left New England. Yeah, I mean, like I guess winning trumps all. Like he he got a lot of flack this past season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Well, it didn't help that his divorce was pretty much public. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. I loved all the. Uh, I think I saw someone say if Jeffrey Star was in Wyoming with Tom Brady, that would be the biggest twist in the entire NFL season. <laughs> yeah, that that's a big story right now. Is who's Jeffrey? I thought Star they was. figured it out though. I, I think everyone just assumes it's. Around. Oh, I thought they were saying it was Carl. How do you say his last name? I thought they were just saying it was him. Also, did you see a picture of him in a bat? Them in the bathroom. There's a like a gun with a silencer on the counter. What in the world? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. The guys, like, how is nobody talking about this nine millimeter? With the biggest <laughs> also, silencer? like, Jeffrey Star was like, yeah, he's six six, and like, like he's giving us clues. Like, just say who it is. Somebody's eventually going to find out. Yeah, I can't decide if the. That's what I'm like. Is the player like in the closet? I don't want people to know because, or, or is it I don't just? Understand. Or is like are, are they is just some random false? guy? Yeah, yeah just, or like he it's not actually like he's not actually six six, it's just trying to get them. <laughs> oh he's six trail. four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Throwing out bacon. Tom Brady's six four. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Giselle, come get your boy. <laughs> Uh, Dylan, yeah, that was a good one. Do do that. Hit that. Hit us with that. Uh, I mean, both of them, I think, are, are stupid. I mean, if you're a big Barstool fan, or not so much a big Barstool fan, but Arian Foster fan, and listening to Macro dosing, you know, him talking about the NFL being rigged, um, and people just believed it. I mean, of course, there's people out there that think it's rigged to some degree, but you think they actually sit there and script it out like it's Hollywood? Come on. Yeah, probably not. You think you're getting that many teams, that many people on the same page? No. I kind of like the thought of, of scripting those things out, though. All the wild things we've seen, just imagine if someone did write the script to that. The, that the memes that came from it were incredible. Oh. There was one, it was like Adrian Peterson the year that he got hurt. And I, the best one I saw was uh, – No, it wasn't, the year Adrian, it wasn't the year Adrian got hurt. It was the year he beat his children and got suspended. That uh, year. Uh, <laughs> that was that was the Aaron Hernandez ones were good. Matt Ryan, Super Bowl. Oh, Sean Watson. Great. Yeah, no, you're that's a, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> and then you're going to. Hadn't said a word in the writing room <laughs> in the, at the reading yeah. table. That those scripts are real. I mean, the Eagles lineman script, you know, an, another stupidity. Like, come on, man. Did y'all see what he got hit for? Kidnapping and some other charges. 
No. What? <laughs> 11 days before the Super Bowl? Like, ruin, man. It was like, yeah, child pornography. Didn't you ever, didn't you ever like, watch wait. a high school musical? Keep your head in the game, man. <laughs> 11 days out from the Super Bowl, and that's what you're worried about? Thank you. Yeah, that was a solid point. What can you do? Uh, you, does he still get a ring? Is, is the question. Dude, <laughs> I think we should ask. I think you should. Ask. I think that is a fair question to ask, Landon. What did What did they do with? I don't. I, they never took OJ's Heisman away. That's, that's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. They took Reggie Bush's. Took Reggie Bush's and take OJ's. So, um, Big T's line though about Aaron Foster was probably one of the best one-liners I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Just right off the cuff. Yeah, he was complaining you, that it got overshadowed by <laughs> Arians. Just thought stuff going viral, which <laughs> I agree. Saying? I mean, it was a great line, but nobody knows about it because of how how crazy viral Arian stuff went. At the end, he said he asked Arian, "How'd you feel when you got the script for 2015 or 2016 that you stopped believing in God and your career fell off a cliff?" Damn. <laughs> I mean, Arian just went along with it. He goes, "It, it was 2015." All time. Uh, I I want in my world. I think the NFL is script. I think in my own personal reality, I think it's exactly how Arian said. They don't practice; they just rehearse. I think that's it. That's what I want to believe. I, I mean, like it, it was great. Like, I mean, it got a ton of two hundred fifteen million views. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, you want to? I mean, we should we should do something like that. We should just make a rumor so absurd. But people believe it. And Jeremy Pruitt paid recruits in McDonald's bags. There's no way that anyone would ever believe that's true. Caleb, it was Chick Fil A. <laughs> My point. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt once got so drunk he wandered around a donor. What a donor thing! That he was telling people that he could beat their ass. He's not a Butch Jones mother effer. That's, That's a wild story. Uh, you tell me. I mean, you said you, we're gonna make something up. I mean, yeah, let's let's say that. Why not? They both got fired, so maybe Parody Law. Jones. Parody Law. Yeah, it's not real. No one would ever believe that's true. But Jones got a buyout. I mean, you're kind of worse. <laughs> but Jones is better. Yeah. Was, it, was, uh, was it true that he's like potentially in the running for Alabama coaching somewhere in there? Yeah, there was talks about that, but dude, there's no way he's allowed to coach. I mean, I think that, I think they may try. Maybe they do. I think they may. Maybe the same. Uh, but the reason the reason the main rumor got started is because he bought a truck from his hometown in Alabama. People are like, "Oh, this is like right outside Tuscaloosa. It's two hours away." It's like if I drove if I, if I bought a car in Nashville, you're like, "Oh, I mean, he's in the state of Tennessee. He might might be connected." To be honest, I couldn't even tell you what he's been doing since he was an intern there or whatever he was back in the day. Oh, you're talking about Bush Jones? I thought you were talking about Jeremy No, I'm talking about Bush Jones. Oh, no. There's no way he's, he's up for an Alabama no. job. No way. I mean, he's been, Where'd you he's read that at? Hot, he's on the hot seat at Arkansas State. Yeah, he's going to be back running coffee for, for Saban here soon. Yeah. Round, round two at the Saban School of I bet they do try to get rehab. him. I bet they do try to get him as an analyst so they don't I'm, have to pay him to be a defensive coordinator. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm shocked they haven't yet. Yeah. 
Guys, if we, were in Ve- if we were in Vegas right now, we'd be watching a water balloon competition. Dude, I looked at all the, like, there, you can't buy just random stuff for the Pro Bowl. I got, like, the. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, the skill challenge and stuff, like, I thought that'd be cool to go to, but there's, like, no tickets available for that. There's only tickets for the game. The game's on Sunday. Yeah, I researched I don't think the game would be fun. Yeah, there's nothing going on Friday. There's nothing going on Friday or Saturday. Yeah, I I thought it would be cool to watch, like, the skill challenge. Right, but it's all it's all throughout the week. Hey, that's that might be good news. It means we'll be, you know, rubbing elbows with old Peyton at the roulette tables I'm, Friday night. I'm thinking I'm thinking we end up at a craps table with Peyton Manning. I think it's possible. I think we should pull all of our money together so we because I don't think we could all single handedly buy into a craps table. So I'm thinking we all pull our money together. We send Dylan, he looks like he could win some craps. And we just sit next to Peyton and Elon and win some money. Got that gold chain, my boy. Dude, Eli <laughs> is is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, I didn't he really is. know he was, but he's like he's really cool. He's a stereotypical little brother for sure. Yeah, but he's also that like I mean he's just a he's not some like I mean he won two Super Bowls, so I'm not taking anything. But like he doesn't look like a guy that would win you two Super Bowls. He beat Tom Brady. Yeah. How many, how many people can say they beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl? He's goaded. Well, if Roger Goodell wanted you to, he'd just write it into the script. Yeah. True. It was part of the script, <laughs> so. I, I be, Hey, listen, I believe, I mean, it, the Mannings winning two Super Bowls, you mentioned it. They, I mean, Peyton doesn't exactly look like he could win two Super Bowls. Archie has a lot of pull in the NFL, man. I mean, he got Peyton, or he got Eli out of San Diego. I'm thinking maybe him and Goodell worked out something, got that written he knew, in. He knew the writer. Exactly. Yeah. Or the editor. Yeah, he knew somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those games aren't even filmed, filmed live. They're edited for our inter- entertainment. All the fans are NPCs. I know. Birds aren't real. Can they write in better overtime rules? No. Sorry, that's out of their control. You're going to have a plot hole somewhere. <laughs> We should work out the bit. We should in the summer. We should work out the biggest sports conspiracies. Uh, like was it? Who was it for the Orioles that? Um, who was it that had the longest appearance streak? Wait, what? Who was it for the Orioles that had the longest appearance streak? Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Is it Cal Ripken? Okay, I thought that it just didn't sound right. I thought maybe I was just reverting to my East Tennessee and Pigeon Forge area. Um, shout out Cal Ripken experience, but he was going to miss the game for this is be a fun conspiracy to talk about sleeping with someone's wife. I can't remember. I don't know, something weird. And uh, he was going to not play. And so they reported that the lights didn't work at the stadium and the game didn't get played so he could keep his appearance streak. It's a fun one to talk about. Oh, yeah, I have heard that before. Who, do you remember whose wife it was? I can't remember. I couldn't tell you. All right, well, yeah, that's what we'll do. Summer dead time. Baseball's over. We'll get some some of our favorite sports conspiracy theories out there. I like it. Dude, side note, if y'all haven't seen it yet, I saw a video of Derek Jeter talking about how he, like, busted his slumps one year. And I think it was Jason Giambi, like, gave him a gold thong. Have y'all, have y'all seen that? I haven't, but Derek Jeter definitely liked to bust some slumps. It should, it should be. Yeah, go check your TikTok DMs because I sent it to you. 
and I said, "Is this your goat?" Question mark. Heck yeah, he's my goat. I'm wearing another man. Skivvies. I'm wearing one right now. Show us. But another man's. <laughs> no, that's where I cro- That's that's crossing the line. Bomb new. Don't wear some. I knew a guy who played football in a female's thong. Who? Who? Several guys. I'm not gonna name names right here, but <clears throat> going back to stupidity, can we talk about D'Angelo Gibbs just reappearing out of thin air and transferring to South Carolina? That man's gonna Honestly, be 26 years old. Is he really? Didn't yeah. stop Stetson. And he's probably not going to start. Transfer, <laughs> what about? Oh, we have. Oh, yeah, we did talk about Stetson last week. Old Stetson. Man, Georgia's had some uh, some issues. I hate to see it. Yeah. Yikes. We're still celebrating. I don't blame him. I would too. But yeah, D'Angelo <laughs> Gibbs is like, dude. He never played here, so he he, he really didn't transfer from Tennessee. <laughs> He just kind of like – we just kind of like, dude, are you ever going to play? No. Nope. He was okay. enrolled in school at one point. Good for him. Yeah, yeah I think right. – they, they should make a secondary portal for those who don't play. In 2019, he was a practice player. I don't think that has the same benefit of being an NFL practice player. But I don't write the script, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. As long as you're getting paid. All right. Guys, All right, boys. Else? If you're in Vegas this weekend for the Pro Bowl, we'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're going. We're going for we're covering the Pro Bowl. <laughs> no, Dylan's getting married. Dylan is getting married. It's coming soon. It's getting here sooner and sooner this weekend. Honestly. Hey, uh, Landon, you got Landon. We uh, we talked about getting you to play golf. If it works out, you got to play golf the Friday before Dylan's wedding. So you might want to start practicing. Dude, I'm going to show I saw that swing the last time you were out in Nashville. You need some practice. Shit. I, I need some practice, too, so don't take that you know, derogatory. But I'll hit it over that, that mountain. Well, good news. You'll have a chance at top golf. So. <laughs> oh, we're just playing top golf? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. In Vegas, we are. Yeah. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. So. I didn't know that. Where's the itinerary? Okay. I'll send it to you. You didn't send me the itinerary. You sent me like, we might do this, we might do this, we might do this. Landon, go check the group text. The itinerary is in the group text. Did you just send it like like recently? No, I, I sent it probably a few weeks ago, didn't I, Dylan? Uh, yeah, I know you sent it to me. I don't know if you sent it to the group. But... I sent it to everyone because I pulled it out of there the other day. Hmm. I mean, I guess I'll resend it because Landon can't keep up. Uh, we all know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, that's just not true. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that that I was referring to. Uh, We're taking odds on which one we lose. It's between Dylan and Landon. Um, So we'll have those betting odds up tomorrow. You you run away. Have I ever been lost? Yes. Have I ever been lost? Missing and lost are two different things. (laughs) It's the same to me. Oh, that doesn't. That's your. You can't change the definition of things to fit your. Personal life. If you're not with me, you're you're lost slash missing. <laughs> Are you the leader? Yeah. Well, then you're a terrible leader if you're consistently guess, losing two people. <laughs> I don't know why you always try to run away from me. Is there something about me? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all you, man. 
I'm sorry. I didn't want to have this conversation like this, but. <laughs> all right. I'll see you all in the morning. I hate you guys. We won't see Dylan until the afternoon, but. Bright yeah, and early. Right. Well, technically, it'll still be the morning. Wait, are you actually taking a lift to the airport? No, I was making a joke about. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> okay. He said, who's getting a lift in? I thought he meant before the flight. I was like, this man ain't going to sleep. He's going straight to the gym after the show. Uh, I went to the gym tonight. So. Yeah, he was definitely at the gym tonight. He told me he was in his car. I was like, I know where he's been. Yeah, that's where I was coming back from. No, I knew. Okay. I know you're going to remember. remember I, know, I know the rest of the, the bachelor party is watching this show. So remember, first one to find me in the airport, free shot or beer on me. Yeah, well, that's an easy win for me. <clears throat> you have his location. You're going to end up on the no-fly list. I just want you to know that. Who? As I'm leaving, you, as I'm leaving, you're going to be held up by flight attendants. Oh, I've got a plan. I've got, I've got a you're plan. You're sitting next to me. You're going to be guilty by association if that's the case. <laughs> they can tell me and you aren't together. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good Friday. Good weekend. Vols will try to get it back on Saturday. We'll see. What I guess we'll be back Sunday. We'll be back oh, yeah. Thursday. I'm just yeah, probably, probably Thursday. So, Hopefully the Vols get it back. Who knows? Don't trust them. <laughs> Bring the boat in, and we out.